Greetings and welcome to the Bishop's Radio. I am Esigon, your host. Let's pray. Our Father, our God and Maker of all things, we bless your holy name and thank you for ordaining this podcast to bless, transform, liberate and lift all who come in contact with it. We give you praise because your word is true and you are faithful. Thank you for all the lives that will be touched with this broadcast. We are grateful for the testimonies that will abound. Be forever glorified in and through us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Year 2022 is almost over and 2023 is fast approaching. A lot of people are taking stock and evaluating so far so good. Some are already projecting ahead. Some are feeling pressured based on their personal or corporate scorecard in line with their 2022 goals. Some have ticked every box tickable and more. Generally, people are at various stages of feelings based on the outcomes of their projections so far. Having said that, I want you to know that we are the ones that are bound by times and seasons, creation generally and humans specifically. We humans are in time, but mostly influenced by powers that are beyond time. The spiritual plane that is. All ardent listeners of this podcast already know my spiritual bias and I will not stop stating it. I believe in God. I believe that He created everything that is. I believe He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to earth as a sacrifice for sin. The Son of God became flesh and was crucified, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Christ is alive. Hallelujah. There, you just had my bias again. I am never ashamed to state it or stand by it. It is my always reality, regardless of how anyone feels. It is the truth and the way that I follow to live the life. Eternity. Okay, now to the matter at hand. Do people still do new year resolutions? I remember it used to be a thing back then when I was younger. I don't hear it as often as I used to years ago. My question is sincere and then a rhetoric at the same time. I was reading through the book of James recently and something stuck out real loud. I realized that the direction of one's life can be determined by the tongue. Yes, your life becomes what you say. Alright, let's look at what James says in the book of James chapter 3 verse 2 to 4 and I'm using the Passion Translation. We all fail in many areas but especially with our words. Yet, if we're able to bridle the words we say, we are powerful enough to control ourselves in every way and that means our character is mature and fully developed. Horses have bits and bridles in their mouths so that we can control and guide their large body. And the same with mighty ships. Though they are massive and driven by fierce winds, yet they are steered by a tiny rudder at the direction of the person at the helm. Notice that the two major examples given, one of the horse and then the ship, talks about steering both in desired direction by a tiny bit for the horse and a rudder for the ship. It goes ahead to compare the size of the beats to that of a horse and the rudder to the ship. 
Isn't it amazing that one can turn a ship anywhere you wish because of that part called rudder and control a horse because of the beat? Isn't it more amazing that all of this is described just so we get how powerful the tongue is in determining the direction of our lives? Recall that verse 2 talks about how beneficial it is when we are able to control our tongue. James goes ahead to describe the power of the tongue using several powerful examples up to the 12th verse of chapter 3. I will focus mainly on verse 2 to 4 on today's episode. That the tongue determines direction or let's say the outcome of your life. Numbers 14.28, New King James Version. Numbers 14.28, it says, Say to them, As I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do to you. If you read up the story of the Israelites in the wilderness, you understand the profundity of the verse I just quoted. It did not turn out well for them at all because they complained and murmured a lot, like a whole lot. It was from one complaint to another till they ended up sentencing themselves to God's judgment eventually. It was all on them. They called for it by their very words. Let's do NLT of that same Numbers 14.28. It reads, Now tell me this, As surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you say. NLT uses the very thing. In other words, the exact thing. What is the very thing you've been saying till date? You see that you need to really check your words? Like, be very mindful of your words. Let's hear how a certain woman was able to exemplify this. And I'll be taking that from the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, reading first from verse 18 to 23. 2 Kings chapter 4, reading first from verse 18 to 23, the New King James Version. It reads, And the child grew. Now it happened one day that he went out to his father, to the reapers. And he said to his father, My head, my head. So he said to his servant, Carry him to his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, Please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys, that I may run to the man of God and come back. So he said, Why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, It is well. Did you hear her? She did not give voice to her situation. She did not even mention to the husband what the matter was. She simply said, It is well. Like her son is dead. Dead. Like no longer alive. The boy did not faint. He did not go into coma. He died. She crowded him until life left him, and yet she did not state the obvious. Let me continue in that same Second Kings chapter 4, this time around from 25 to 26. 25 to 26, still using the New King James Version. I read, And so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant Gehazi, Look, the Shunammite woman, Please run now to meet her and say to her, Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? 
Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. <laughs> Even when she got to the man of God, she still did not mention death. She maintained her, It is well. <laughs> like she was pointedly asked about her well-being, her husband and the boy. And yet, she did not bust out crying and wailing. She maintained her words. Wow. Okay, let's move from 27 to 28 of the same Second Kings chapter 4. 27 to 28, and I'm still using the New King James Version. It reads, Now when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is in deep distress. And the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. So she said, Did I ask a son of my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Wow! Just wow! I just realized while reading this story that she at no point mentioned her situation. She just took her matter to the only place she knew that it can be resolved. Wow! Such control! She never mentioned death. It was Elisha that described how that her soul was greatly distressed. And even in that state of distress, she never for once uttered death. I mean, if she was willing or making any outward display of her feelings, people around her would definitely have noticed. Now, that's the level of control that James is advocating that we exude. <laughs> If after listening this far, you have done the check and discovered that you have not been speaking well of yourself, your situation and all, you can change the direction right now, right where you are. I take a cue from 2 Chronicles 7.14. 2 Chronicles 7.14, I'm still using the New King James Version. It reads, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land there you have it are you his people yet if you are then go ahead and humble yourself and pray and return to God you must turn from your wicked ways part of which is complaining and murmuring stop complaining stop murmuring rather speak life give your life a better direction. The Bible, which is the word of God, is filled with many promises of God to us, his people, that we can lay hold of and keep saying. If you are not God's people yet, or don't feel like you are but want to be, I celebrate you. He loves you. That's why Christ died, to give you life. Go ahead and speak to him. You can say after me. Dear God, I know I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life. I want to trust him as my savior and follow him as Lord from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you said that prayer, I celebrate you. I strongly recommend that you find a Bible teaching church around you to attend. When you find one, go straight to the pastor and introduce yourself as newly born again so that you can be properly discipled. The prayer you just prayed is so powerful that you are now God's. Yep, like you belong to God. You are now his people. You can pray to him anytime with the assurance that he answers. So go ahead and simply ask him to guide you to a Bible teaching church that will be good for you. He will sort it out. Amen. A quick recap as we wrap up. Speak right and speak well of yourself and situation because your words determine the direction and outcome of your life. Your words are that powerful. That's it for this week. Don't forget to share this blessing with others. Sharing it shows that you were blessed and you love for others to be blessed as you were blessed. So, you see, love is the motivation here and love is seen in action. Also, listen to this podcast again and again to properly benefit from it. And should you be moved to give feedback, do not hesitate as your feedback can inspire the next podcast. And always remember that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Stay well and blessings always.